Sports Hip Hop with DJ Mad Max here. We have one of the all-time great college running backs here joining me here on the show here today. Charles Williams, leading rusher of all time at UNLV. Over 4,000 rushing yards, 4,201 yards to be exact. Charles Williams, what's going on, man? Welcome to the show. Sports Hip Hop with DJ Mad Max, Live 365, iHeartRadio. I'm doing pretty good. Just uh, chilling outside, uh, enjoying life right now. You in Vegas right now? Um, no, nah, I'm in a. I'm in LA right now. You're in LA. Grew up in Fresno. Yep. How was life growing up in Fresno? So somebody gave me some uh, trouble about it last time for calling it boring. It's not boring. It's just more. You need to know people to experience fun in uh, Fresno. Um, it's a not a small town. It's, you know, pretty. Uh, it's a good size of. You know, it's a good population, but uh, a lot of people there are overlooked as, you know, athletes and, you know, employees and stuff like that. There's a lot of talent and uh, a lot of, uh, you know, great people out there in the city of Fresno. Absolutely. Your father was the one who introduced you to football and was helping you without with practices, and he was giving you the pads to go and start playing football. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my dad, he was the one that got me started and everything uh, with contact football. I remember at one point he really was like testing my love for the game. He had me go outside with him in the front yard, put my pads on, try to run him over, like kind of like gridiron game. Uh, honestly, you don't want to run your dad over because then you don't know what's going to happen next. So I was just trying my best to show like I could like do what he was asking. And uh, ever since then, I just, you know, the love for the game just kept growing and growing. You have a big love for the game, especially for running backs. LaShawn McCoy was your fair player growing up. You also studied Adrian Peterson and LaDainian Tomlinson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, honestly, uh, my favorite was LaShawn McCoy, just how he played the game. Uh, he was so shifty and dynamic and electric. Then you got LT. He did it all. He was like, like lightning in a bottle. Uh, and Adrian Peterson, he was just dominant, like run through you, run around you. Cut, uh, take the take the rock all the way eighty plus yards for a touchdown is all, all you can think of. What's amazing is just how his journey and coming back after that major ACL injury that he had. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was like something that motivated me. Like growing up, you can get you can make anything that seems impossible become reality. All you gotta do is make it a mindset that you're the one that's doing it, and nobody else is. So everybody else is gonna say it's fake or it's not real, or it can't happen. In running back news today, actually, because I'm a Jets fan, and this relates to you because of being a running back, Bilal Powell actually retired today, signing with the Jets one-day contract. He's an underrated running back that people don't bring up too much, but he's in the league for years. Oh, yeah, that's just, you know, a team showing recognition and homage to a guy that, you know, gave it his all and everything, put his body on the line for the team at one point, and, they just want to give him his flowers, and you got to respect stuff like that because many teams don't do that. No, no, not at all. But I heard that you could be following in the footsteps here. The Broncos have interest in you, and you, you told them to take you early if they're that interested because sure. they're like, you better be on that board. What would it mean to you to go to a franchise that once had Terrell Davis as a running back? Oh, that would be amazing because his football life uh, story is crazy. It's kind of like he put faith – he put his faith in, like, God's hands and God blessed them at the, not the wrong time, but also at the right time. Like, so like him sitting down eating hot dogs during the preseason game, not thinking he's going to get no play time. He's just running down, kickoff, 
hot stomach full of hot dogs, and he makes a play, and they're like, "Hmm, let's give him a let's give him a, let's give him a play, let's give him a run play," and he goes crazy in the preseason game, and that just leads to his legacy and his uh, legendary career, kind of like what I went through in high school. Like I was buried in the bench, playing like corner and stuff. I wasn't really worried about offense, and then they gave me a shot, and I just ran away with it. So, and I look at it now, it was really a blessing in disguise. It wasn't until your junior year that it was established that you'd be a running back because you were. You mentioned you're playing corner and defense early on. Yeah, I really loved corner growing up. I used to look up to like many people. Uh, for instance, I loved uh, Richard Sherman. I wore 25 because of him. I liked uh, Darrell Revis. I wore 24 because of him. The GOAT. Uh, hey, Darrell Revis. <laughs> I'm biased. Used lock, <laughs> he used to lock it down. And then I also, I, like, even people like Antonio Cromarty, uh, Rondé Barber, like, people like that just interested me. But my favorite was Asante Samuel. Mm. I loved Asante Samuel. He was, a, he was like a little – little firecracker you pop you you make big plays all that and you just gotta love people like that like they inspire you to be great uh i i can say like on being on the defensive side is something i miss but i'm making my my name on offense now that's for sure a leading rusher of all time at unlv that that's big time right there but when going to high school to bullard you were setting some records too with over three thousand rushing yards in high school yeah that was that was amazing too to be honest i just Put up, I put up so many, like, big numbers and, like, short span. Uh, it just shows all the dedication and hard work I did outside of football and in the weight room. And I thank all my coaches, Coach Airbags, Coach Ferris, for just helping me out and helping me mature as a player each year. And uh, my teammates, shout out to all my teammates. I love them. Boulder High School 2016, that was, a, that was an amazing year. It felt like a movie. And I would love to relive that with my brothers one more time. But uh, besides all that, like – I really got to just say, like, the stuff I did outside of football, like seven-on-seven tournaments, Tony Perry helped me out with that. Like, he helped, you know, get that mentality of, like, being a dog and stuff. Shout-out to him. Uh, rest in peace to him, too. Like, it's just so many people that helped me, you know, throughout my career that I got to, like, pay homage to. And I do that by just keep going farther and farther with my dream. How would you describe your style of run and play? Because I know you've studied Adrian Peterson and his violent cuts and the way that he was running up and down the field through the line. I would say if you had to compare it to a back right now, um, I'd say like Tony Pollard or, or Aaron, Aaron Jones. Jones. Yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> <laughs> you read my mind. It must, it must have been a delay or something. You must have read my mind. <laughs> But nah, uh, Aaron Jones, for sure, and Tony Pollard, uh, I just like them because they're able to run in between the tackles for their body frame, and then they can make big plays. And I feel like setting up the offensive linemen is the best the best thing you can do as a running back. But my uh, my play style is like more like a slasher uh, that can also get those tough bit of yardage. I mean, tough uh, tough yards, and uh, shoot, I can catch out the backfield too. And you need me to, I'm gonna block and put my face. In the front, in front of the linebacker to protect the franchise, which is the QB. That's the franchise right there. How important and vital it is because you've gone through injuries, especially through Howard, when you tore a ligament in your ankle and you actually broke your foot. This is a game against Howard, and you're playing lackadaisical, and you you call that the the major mistake throughout your career. How important is it for you to just 
recover and what you have to go through in order to run it back when you do get a serious injury, either in your leg, because we look at running backs such as Saquon Barkley when he tore his ACL. Sometimes running backs don't come back from that. Uh, honestly, it's all about the rehab process and then also being proactive. Like now you got to look at it like your whole entire body because since you had an injury, your whole body's kind of like weak. Like you really look at it like you sit around, your body's not working out as, as much, so your back's getting weaker, your arms are getting weaker, your shoulders, your your knees, your 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 like even your fingers and your toes are getting weak because you're not working as much like you usually do. So your body's like kind of like on uh like a hibernation mode. So coming back from my ankle injury, I just wanted to show I was explosive still, and I've shown that multiple times, and I haven't missed the game since. Uh, unless it was like a healthy scratch, I haven't missed a game. So I'm always out there for my team ready to play. And I'll run the ball 50 times if you need me to shoot. I almost did against Hawaii. So I'm just showing more than I'm more than capable of being durable. And I'm ready to play for any team. And shoot, I'm willing to do special teams too. I want to fire around and make plays there too, help the defense out. Yeah. You would even hold the ball on a field goal. Hey, I have to. I, I'll do it. Might write a, a PAT fate. Yeah. <laughs> With the lackadaisical mentality, no more booby miles mentality, right? Oh, yeah. Honestly, that was my worst fear going to uh, my senior high school, like watching that happen. Like, you watch that movie and you play running back, you just don't understand. Like, when he gets in the car with his uncle, you just, like, you can feel that. Like, I, like, just saying the words, I don't even want to say them, but, like, him saying them words where he just knew it wasn't there no more. It was just, like, you don't want to take anything for granted. So, when I got hurt, I was like, yeah, never again. Heartbreak. It's a total heartbreak. But something that really adds to your game, and you, you've credited it just helping it out when life in college and being an athlete is running track because you ran a lot of track and even <laughs> <laughs> you've, you've won some contests doing that as well. Oh, yeah, running track is very – honestly, every kid, listen to PSA, run track, it will help you with your long speed. It will help you get faster. It will help you get stronger, too, when it comes to running because people tend to think it's just arms and, and, uh, and legs, but, like, really, your core is the main thing. If your core is all over the place, you're not going to go anywhere. The people that run the fastest are people that can hold or withstand their core for a long, longer period without moving all over the place. The easier the easier you run, the more relaxed you run, is the better you run, in my opinion. So running track was just learning the mechanics and my form. Because when you get to college, all, all the strength plays, that's what they're going to work on is speed, speed, speed. In the league, speed, speed, speed. And I just knew I couldn't uh, give you my 40 time, but I could give you my 100 time. And saying 10-5, it felt good. <laughs> So tell me, man, for the people that don't know, because you had a ton of offers out there being a three-star recruit out of high school, why UNLV? Uh, UNLV had the right plan for me. Uh, they knew they wanted me to play running back. And then on top of that, uh, it was close to home. So my family can come watch me and everything. And uh, Las Vegas, like, where can you go wrong with that? It's a great city. It's a lot of opportunity. Yeah, you already know a lot that. Of community. Love the community. It's great. You you already know that for sure. Once you got to UNLV, what game would you say that you established yourself that you were going to be having that impact out there and eventually becoming the all-time lead rusher? What game did you set the trend? 
I can't say my freshman year because, you know, you're a freshman. They don't really pay attention to you. But my, my red shirt junior year against Northwestern, I just had it. Like, I felt it. That whole first half, I felt it. Like, they just couldn't stop me. It just felt amazing running the rock and everything. Honestly, watching the highlights and everything, again, it's like you can improve on some stuff, but just watching me, like, have fun and just doing the stuff I've been doing as a kid, like breaking long runs, making big plays, stiff-arming people. You just go back and look at that. you like, man, there's so much – there's so much more I can do. I just I got I got to make it to the next level. I want to show them what I can do. Hula Bowl was a big opportunity for you as well to impress the scouts out there. Do you remember who was out there as far as the scouts go? Like like teams? Yeah. Oh, everybody. Everyone was there. All out there too. I seen the Jets, man. I seen the Jets. They ain't talked to me though. It was kind of heartbreaking. Oh no! Oh no! They they need to talk to because you know what? I'll tell you what. The rest of the team stinks, but we always have a good running back. I mean, look at the Jets. You got Curtis Martin. You look at Freeman McNeil. Even as of recent, Chris Ivory, Sean Green, and then we picked up Ladanian Tomlinson at the end of his career. We just dropped yeah. Michael Carter. I mean, they'd be smart to pick you up because you know what? That's like the only position that's ever successful for the Jets. Yes, that is very true. But uh, every team was out there and. Uh, Everybody was, you know, good and cordial and stuff, and they uh, made sure everybody was able to talk at the like at the right time because you know hula ball, you're doing all this testing, this measurement stuff, then you're practicing, then you got to do film. This is like it's like a vacation, but it's also a business trip. So it's a little half and half. You get to relax a little bit. You got to go to Disney World, but at the end of the day, when that game, when you touch that film, it's game day. You knew that you was putting your life on the line because. This was a next step to uh, reaching your dreams. And, and whoever team drafts you will be going to Disney World again. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. We trying to go to a bowl. We are trying to go to the Super Bowl. I don't care what team it is. I feel like we're going to go to the Super Bowl. All it takes is one play to define the whole entire season. Yeah. If the if the Jets were smart, they would do that. They need they need one player. I mean, please. <laughs> They're sinking at the bottom of the ocean here. Yeah. Uh, unbelievable. But man, I, you look at it too, because you, you're also great on the academic side of things. You have a, a bachelor's in broadcasting and journalism. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just want to, after football, you know, things don't, you know, pan out how I want to. I always had a backup plan, but I'm grateful I'm reaching my dream. So uh, if anything, after this said and done, uh, I just want to work on like ESPN or do like podcasting or you know, NFL work, uh, network, I just want to do stuff like that. I feel like my personality, my charisma, and like just everything, like I worked so hard for in those classes is like going to come together and make me into a, like a great, I want to say like a host, but like, you know, somebody that's able to, not a, a talent, I mean, yes, it's called a talent. Uh, I, I feel like I can like, make people enjoy watching, you know, football, basketball, I'm not into baseball, hockey yet, but I'm trying to work on that. So uh, just trying to be versatile where I can do both of those and uh, make a living like that. I could definitely see you doing that after college. Did you have any experience with doing any college radio? Uh, I did. I did. I did some stuff like on campus, yeah, but I haven't done nothing like behind the scenes or anything with like professionals or outside of UNLV. I'm sure you could have your own podcast too, especially if once you get drafted, it's going to be so easy for you to gain that following because everyone's going to know you got the podcast. Oh, yeah. 
Shoot, I need to start doing that, honestly. You should, man. Why not? Everyone's everyone's doing it. It's the hot commodity. It's not even that. It's just all the equipment. that costs money. I need, yeah. <laughs> need to figure out how to get all that equipment first. Hire your own engineer. Very true. Very true. Your board op, you'll get all that in there. But, I mean, you got the broadcasting stuff down. You're well-equipped in that and just being a running back. And, and how's been the whole drop process? Because I heard at the, the pro day you were running a four four nine. Uh, it's been good. Uh, a lot of teams have, you know, showed interest and uh, just taking it a day at a time, being patient, can't overlook anything, can't overthink anything. Just, you know, I did all I could and I did a good job and i just been working out, staying in shape and I'm ready for whenever a team calls, I'm ready to go. First athlete to be actually voted into the All-American for as, as far as academics go as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a great achievement, just all the hard work. I just wanted to show my parents I'm also working hard in school, and they uh, they know that their son is not just you know worried about football. He's also trying to get his degree, and that's just shout out to my uh, parents for being so hard on me about school. And my sister, she does it too. She gets straight A's now, so it's just kind of like a trend. Make it you know make it a tradition. The main thing in all this too, in, the, in this career, that is that you're going to be able to provide for your daughter. That's the number one concern. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the main thing is providing for her. She's my twin and my everything. She likes up my day. I really love just being around her and stuff like that. Uh, trying to get her to stop trying to play the game with me right now. I want her to be, I don't want her to be like trying to play the game all the time. I want her to be like dolls and stuff, you know, experience that type of lifestyle. I don't want you worrying about playing the game right now. Just worry about playing with dolls. We'll get to that eventually. But um, I love her to death and, uh, I'll do anything for her, and I just want to tell her that uh, everything's going to be okay, and I want to make her life easier. And, you know, her and her her mom are always going to be taken care of. What was going through your mind in your last game at UNLV? Because it's kind of like when you see Peyton retire. He won the Super Bowl out of the Broncos. When you see these legendary players go out, I mean, you're a legend at UNLV. So what was going through your mind in your last game that this was it? Kind of frustrating with the score, but – I'm going to give him my all for my boys and lead off with an example. Like, this is how you keep going when no matter what the score is. And they know what they got to do now. They've seen the blueprint. They just got to run away with it. You got to run away with it. Then Charles Williams, is there anything else you would love to let the audience know that we didn't cover here today? I think we covered pretty much pretty much everything here. That's about it, really. I'm uh, just excited, waiting for these next couple of days to go by. and. Waiting for my name to be called, and I just want to thank uh, and shout out everybody that you know supported me to get here. Hopefully, it's the gang green. <laughs> hey, give me a shout out. I, I need it. Let them know I'm ready. Any, anytime, anywhere. Yeah, they'd be smart if they're not going to be picking a running back in the first round here. We can grab you in the second. Hopefully. Hey, I'm ready. Just know that. Yeah, you're going to be ready here. Charles Williams, I want to thank you again for coming on the show. Shout out to your agent for everything, for setting this up. And let them know where they can follow you on Instagram and Twitter and your socials. Uh, so my Instagram is Chuck8W, I mean Chuck8 underscore W. And then my Twitter is ChuckW underscore 8. And there you have it here. Charles Williams, good luck with everything at the draft. I can't wait to hear and see you get called on one of those draft boards. And if, you, if you're not drafted to the Jets, good luck to wherever you are because you're going to be that star running back. Thank you. I appreciate you for having me. Of Much course, love. man. At any time, man. Enjoy the rest of your night. Take care and stay safe and good luck with everything. I will. You too.
Thanks, man. Peace out. All right.